Hello and welcome to Red Shirts. I'm not Jake Donaldson. Uh, no, it's me, Nathan, again. Uh, we have now been doing this show for two years. Um, I know. Uh, I'm very glad we have. I'm very glad we've been doing it. Obviously, over the last couple of weeks, there's been a bit of disruption to our generally pretty good schedule. Uh, that's to do with a lot of things going on. Jake has been doing his Kickstarter and start sorting out his show for Edinburgh, because yes, comedians do have to start that early on those things. I'm getting married, so I've been sorting that out, and uh, Maddie is now travelling various places on a massive hiking holiday. That's um, a fantastic opportunity for her. Um, so, yeah, that's why recordings and, and schedules have been a bit messed up lately, so I'm sorry for that. Uh, like we did last year, we're going to give you a show, what you're about to listen to is a selection of clips from uh, the last year, which are all of the bits you didn't get to see that I edited out for various reasons, and um, after this, um, we're going to go into probably about a month or two of episodes where Maddie will be absent, um, because like I said, she's hiking all over the world and doesn't have the best Wi-Fi connection in remote mountains in different parts of the world. Uh, so uh, we have selected a, a, a curated list of excellent guests to talk to you. Um, but without any further ado, let's engage. Maddie, three, two, one. Hello and welcome to Star Trek. No, not Star Trek. That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if this was Star Trek. <laughs> I'll do that again. That was very funny. Jake. The well biggest done. disappointment since Russia had the Winter Olympics medal removed the day after they received it. Oh, I, I. I, I really wound Anna up with that. Um, she, she, uh, like, I found out about that story and I just sent her a text saying um, uh, the ROC have had another Winter Olympics uh, question. They'd be doping again. So what's your um, what's your next favourite patriotic song? Because they're not allowed to sing the national anthem, but Anna likes the song they sing right now better. Right. <laughs> So it's like, oh, they'll take that song is away it, from you with punishment this is, time. Is the song that they're singing now Rasputin by Boney M? Because <gasps> <laughs> that would be great. No. That would make no, me it's, so it's happy. No, it's a Tchaikovsky classic piece, rah, I think. Rah, Rasputin, Russia's greatest curling machine. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, And in this week's episode of Discovery, it's just three annoying white people <laughs> talking around a podcast microphone. <laughs> I, to be fair, I would love to watch, like curling on drugs like like <laughs> can you imagine the can you, ma can you on drugs or no, the, curlers no, the curlers on drugs? imagine how clean a curler's house is if he's on drugs with all yeah. that all that brushing <laughs> but also imagine just the absolute 
insanity that could be had if we had the Olympics also secondarily followed by the drug the, the drug Olympics and the Stoner Olympics <laughs> and just watch all the same events again with the same people <laughs> the horses like tripping over the little <laughs> oh the horses get high as well the horses get high as well you know people firing rifles off into the crowd <laughs> Some skateboarder being like, oh, yeah, I can totally land that, like, 970 degree for a swivel thing and then just flying off the outside of the stadium. I, I don't want to be funny, guys, but we haven't actually recorded anything that we can put in an actual podcast Right, okay, yet, so. okay. <laughs> Hang on, right. I'll, I'll do the intro again. <clears throat> right, professional. Yeah. Amused by the idea, it's like, oh, I love an English accent. It's like, what the fuck do you mean? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna <laughs> say, like, narrow it down a little bit more. Like over here, it's just kind of like, oh, you're clearly from the north. You're clearly from the south. You're clearly from the. That coast. is more distinction than every other American I've met, and I have met more than one. Um, <laughs> yeah, has ever given. Can, like, yeah, can you can you tell a, a, a northern English voice from a southern English voice, Todd? Todd. Oh boy. Uh, you know, honestly, where I don't do think, think I could. Where do you think me, Maddie, and Jake are from, roughly? Like, I'm not expecting you to be like this city, but like, where, um, where do you I think, think that's a trick question, though, isn't it? Because Nathan's had his accent shot around the back of Durham University, as we've already established. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but, yeah. Then, but, but you should be able to tell a difference between Maddie and. Jay. Really? Um, well, I Maddie, I think. Here's 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 I'll be I'll be completely honest with you. I imagine that all three of you live within stone's throw of 17 Cherry Tree Lake. <laughs> um, you all you all know George uh Banks and uh, have seen Mary Poppins. That's I that's what I assume. I mean Mary Poppins. Oh, I, and I assume there's a, there's a TARDIS. There's a TARDIS. A there's a TARDIS mine. on the corner. He was like six. I don't know why, but I missed <laughs> really does it for me. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, well, let me of sugar will help your dick go down. <laughs> uh, no, well, I'm <laughs> unable to recover from that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, get your dick in <laughs> <laughs> Let's get high as a kite. A spoonful of sugar helps that. Um. <laughs> wait, wait, that's a cease and desist from Disney. Okay, yeah, yeah, all yeah. Right, all right. Sorry, we're gonna we're gonna have to. But, um, yeah, essentially, Todd, I'm I'm from the northeast of England. Nathan's okay. from the general north of England, and Maddie's from, yeah, Maddie's yeah. from the middle of England. You Northwest, say that in such a derisive yeah. tone. Okay. Yeah, because really you're a southerner, we're just oh, being nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the most northern. I'm essentially Scottish. My, 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 my accent's a bit odd, though, because uh, I went to quite a posh southern focused university so a lot of okay. my, a lot of my accent's been destroyed yeah so it only really it's coming back a lot more now i'm in manchester and see my family a lot Yay! more but um it's also it, not, it, not it's very hard to to place my accent but also um, neither of the three of us have particularly strong accents no, not like really but like my my, no. my dad is uh so i'm from a, a part of England called Newcastle, and there. If you're from Newcastle, you're you're called a Geordie, um, and there are like 
I, I can't think of any good famous examples of Geordies that you'd know. Ant and Deck. Ant and Deck, but Silla I don't Black. think you'd know them. No, Rid- not Silla Black. That's uh, not what I meant. Rid- I meant. Ridley Scott's a Geordie. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, oh, okay. Alan Shearer, yeah, um, obviously. Alan Shearer, but I don't know if Americans would know Alan Shearer. But um, but anyway, it, it's... Sarah a, a, Millican, a, a, that fa- the famous tr- uh, English comedian. I don't know if you've heard her at all. Sarah Millican, uh, she's not say- very, very Geordie. Yeah, mm, yeah. But I she's going to write, write her down. Yeah, the she, the the. But essentially, the um the a strong Geordie accent is what my dad's got, and it sort of it sounds a bit like kind of like um like I was gallant doing the tune right, and then I went for a, for a drink, and then we went round uh, the pub, and then someone punched us, and then I got in a fight, and right, and <laughs> that, that's what my dad sounds like, and that that would make perfect sense to someone who lived on my street, whereas I imagine yeah. to you it sounded like a foreign language. <laughs> well, I because my parents uh, are from Pennsylvania, yeah. so the north, um, but I was the first one in the family to be raised to be raised in the south. Uh, here in South Carolina, and I went to a uh, private religious school for the first nine years of my education. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but all that to say, my parents were very uh, strict about uh, proper enunciation mm-hmm. and diction, that sort of thing, and of course, enforced by the school. Yeah. So the stereotypical, well, hi, y'all. <laughs> Exactly. Well, we don't all play the banjo. <laughs> I, I, I love final thought and accent. I love my um, seeing my uh, fiance interact with her sisters because they're all Russian. Mm. But when they're speaking in English around me, they they speak. I mean, Russian. They all it just sounds Russian, so it's, it's not a problem. But like. When they speak English, they've all learned English from slightly different sources, so it's really funny. So oh, Anna, fun. Anna has learned hers from like summer camps in Britain, and then spent a long time in the north of England. So yeah, uh, she's mostly northern sounding. It's quite like non-specifics, an accent just that's from a hodgepodge of British things, but it's very clearly British English. Anna spells mm. using British English and speaks in a more British English kind of way. Then you've got her her younger sister Maria, who learned it from a in Russia from a English teacher in Russia who was Russian. So she sounds oh, okay. like the stereotypical "Hello, I am Russian person speaking English," um, or at yes. least more so. None of like them are Chekhov. super strong. <laughs> a little bit more like that, yeah. Um, not that bad, but you know, a little bit more like that. And then Anya learned it from American sitcoms and TV shows, so she's got an American accent. And just you, you if they didn't look so alike, you just be like. And I love like <laughs> once once we went to a, a a restaurant together and we all gave our orders and the person could tell I wasn't related to them but they were all clearly related but they were all using a diff- completely different accent and I could see the waitress just like looking between them and playing a game with like every time I was just like you you really want to ask the question don't you you really want to ask the question but no it would be rude. Um, we're, we're going to have to wind up, so I'm going to do a. We, we'll cut most of that, out, I imagine. But um, yeah, I think we will. But I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, so I'll, I'll do a little um, edit point, and then we can do the the three questions. Unless has anyone got any say, major points that they want to talk? Well, I was going to say, should the three questions be saved for the next episode? Because I mean, these are so closely intertwined. No, uh, no, we, no. we, 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 we try to every, okay. every episode. 
Yeah, we'll tr- we'll, we'll, we'll try and talk about dicks at I'm least so, once I am so per sorry. episode. <laughs> it'll it'll give us a chance to because then if if we have multiple <laughs> options, it's just a chance to do more material. Essentially, Todd. Right, um, of course. <laughs> and, uh, okay, I'll I'm do sorry. I'll do an edit point now. I'm, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay, edit point. Hang on. Um, well, we watched the revival of The Weakest Link, which had uh, Christopher Biggins in his dame form yeah! on it. And, and she was just like, why is, like, is that man like a drag queen? Or a, like, no, it's, <laughs> why do they keep calling it? Oh, that was it. Why do they keep calling him a dame? He's just a drag queen. I'm like, they're technically different things. They are very different. <laughs> <laughs> they, are, they are adjacent, but they are not the same. Can yeah. you imagine trying to explain to an American who Christopher Biggins is. <laughs> <laughs> and just in our, in, just in our group, uh, include phrase is in show notes. <laughs> Datas. <laughs> Got a group. Because on, on the podcast platform we use nowadays, it automatically takes like hashtags from the the title of like common words you use. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait for it to be listed somewhere with hashtag you. <laughs> I'm gonna tag that on all of our Instagram posts that involve TNG. So from now on, it's gonna be hashtag data's got a gooch. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the f- we need we need a phrase like that for every. For every like that should be yeah. our mission over the next few episodes. Think of a hashtag for yes. Each. Each series. Um, <laughs> my favourite thing about that is that Nathan's just sent us a notification to remind us, and he spelled the word gooch wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was typing quickly. Um, you put an E on the end of it like it's a French word, like goucher. <laughs> Data would correct you on that. That's incorrect spelling. He'd be like, excuse me, that's the past participle of gooch. <laughs> Nous allons à la goucher. Goucher would be like to gooch, like the. That's like. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir? Yeah, voulez-vous coucher avec moi? Voulez-vous coucher avec ya ce soir? Ah, yes! Voulez-vous coucher avec ya? Um, look. Ah, You okay? I, I was laughing so hard I smacked my funny go really hard on the desk. <laughs> oh, <poor Nathan. laughs> um, oh. Hang on, I'm going to finish laughing and then I'll do an edit point. <laughs> yeah, quite a lot of this is going into the outtakes episode. At least my cat hasn't done a shit in the middle of the podcast this time. Right. Now, we will move on to this episode. Um, oh, sorry, bear with me one second. My cat's just done a shit next to me. <laughs> that's that's the level of professionalism and comedy that we bring to the Red Shirts podcast, everybody. <laughs> just walked right up. Just walked right up and did it. Not and in front a- of our foreign guest as well. <laughs> That's what he thinks of Americans. That's Jeff what my Rowe. cat thinks of you. Jethro, go sit in the uh, naughty corner. Go there, go there. No, I'm out, Jethro. Oh, it stinks as well. All it will. <laughs> See, this is why I prefer dogs, because dogs shit outside your house. That's true. Oh, he's got diarrhea. 
Uh, <laughs> this, I didn't think it would get better. It's getting better by the minute. Bro, hang on. Sorry, this now is... I need to wash the pooper scoop because it's got diarrhea on it. <laughs> this is going in an outtake. Oh. I just want to release this on our Instagram story. Just like... The, when when we when we do the like postless like we'll be joined for the next few episodes by I just want to include this on it. Um, right, but bear with me one second. I'm gonna go and get some air freshener and then I'll re- restart the, the podcast. Hang on. <laughs> so how are you, Todd? <laughs> I was going to say this is the icing on the cake, but that's going to taint everybody's idea of icing. Ooh, that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a bit nasty. That's horrible. <laughs> what a horrible thing to do. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> excellent. Oh, my. <clears throat> Todd, have you seen my sign? I've been sending photos of it to everyone to appreciate. Let me send it to you on Instagram. Yeah, please do. Um, yeah. I took this to an environmentalism protest in London last week. Oh. Right. I'm back. Sorry about that. You should be sorry. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> right. Hang on. <laughs> right. I'll start, I'll start that bit again. Yeah. You stay here. Right. Um, okay. Da-da-da. Was it my favourite Gary Lineker thing is that um, when England got to the uh, the finals of the uh, Euros uh, last year, or this year, sorry, um, me and my girlfriend were watching it, and it was it was broadcast on a Sunday afternoon, and like it, the match of the day started with all the footage and everything, and then um, like it, you, you had the big sort of grand entrance music and the, all the sort of. Uh, infographics and stuff flying around and then it just cut to Gary Lineker and he just stared into the camera and went shouldn't you be at church <laughs> that, that was his intro and it was hilarious I loved it this is a, a weird way to start was, a podcast I, I remembered what I, what it was about Gary Lineker that was like a sketch it's he like had an affair and cheated on his wife didn't he oh right no uh, okay. yeah cancelled yeah, but you know, yeah, no yellow cards, I mean, so you know, <laughs> quite good, I think. He was saving his yellow cards I, for the bedroom. I don't know much about Gary Lineker, but he seems like all right. I mean, he's better than a lot of fun football pundits because, yes, like who's that guy who is like, oh, there's been Correct. a goal. Uh, is that? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, that, that's uh, that's Chris Kamara, who is amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, right, yeah, but like I don't know anything else about that man other than I've seen that clip and I'm like, if your one job <laughs> is to watch a football match and you are unable to do that one job, you should be sacked. <laughs> guys, I haven't got a clue, guys, Jeff. I went to my f- I went to my first ever professional football game last week. Oh, did you really? Where was it? I went to see Heed Army versus Carlton. I think Carlton won. One nil in the end. So <laughs> what league is didn't that? Totally embarrass us. Gateshead. So it's, it's like non-league so, football, or are they yeah, in like League football. One or something? <laughs> no, they're not even in League One. I didn't even. So I didn't realize there was anything below Division Two, but apparently there is. It just keeps on going, and then when you get right to the bottom, there's Gateshead. <laughs> <laughs> Did you enjoy and it? Was it fun? It was fucking awesome. Everyone was totally like all of the Gateshead blokes were out in force, all like chanting. Gateshead till I die. I'm Gateshead till I die. And what was the other one? 
I call it my own. I call it my own. Gates heads a shit all. I call it my own. <laughs> <laughs> As someone who grew up in Gateshead, I uh, can attest that Gateshead is a shit hole. Uh, yeah. And then and then it was like a proper footy match, right? Because this guy was like proper drunk and he was like going back and forth at the front doing like, you know, leading the claps and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then halfway in the second half, he ran off round the edge of the pitch and like went on the run from the security yeah. and started sliding down the yes. grass verge by all of the seats. And then he had to, and everyone cheered him and then he had to be arrested and marched out of the That's stadium. The, those so. are the best bits about going to live football. <laughs> like, I think most Genuinely, people go to... Best what, five minutes of the game. I think most people go to watch football and they, they, they couldn't give sort of half a shit if there was actually a football match happening. They just want to see like drunk people get pushed over and have pints spilled Absolutely. on them and shit. Although well, you can't drink Absolutely. in Premiership football anymore, which is a bit rubbish. But um... And you can uh, so... come and watch me online on Clash of Fandoms on Wednesday the 26th of January. Yes, that would be excellent. Yeah. yeah, I've done that. It's really fun. That's a great show. I'm oh, really excited you're doing it, Maddie. I'm going to watch that. Because um, I'm st- I'm going to a wedding next Friday what? and I've got guess nothing to what? do the, the night I'm before. I'm going on Clash of Fandoms, <laughs> which is Star Trek versus Star Wars, to represent you're not. Star you're not Wars. Doing... You How prick. dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, do not go and watch Maddie on Clash How of Fandoms. dare you? I couldn't come, but if I was going to come, I was going to represent the right fandom, Maddie. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're sacked from the podcast, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> no, do, do go and watch that. It's a really good Twitch uh, with the comedian and friend of the podcast, Rick Carranza, who's great. Yep. Um, check him out as well. Um <laughs> Okay, right, so okay. I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break some news here. Okay, this with this episode, I am officially making my announcement to campaign to Paramount and uh, the entire Star Trek crew to cast me <laughs> as Robert April of the USS Yorktown. Yes, or, yes. Or Discovery, or well, not Discovery because they're in the future now. So, uh, so I guess for the new series. Oh my goodness! In, Cameo to, to come in to come in and big and give and give Anson Mount big hugs. Oh my goodness! Yes, yeah. Todd A. Uh, Davis guest starring on Strange New Worlds as Captain Robert <laughs> April. Yes, we'd love yeah. to see we, it. Where's your Kickstarter campaign? Yeah. I want to support it. Yeah. Oh, we're, oh yeah, we're gonna get this. We're gonna get this rolling. We're gonna uh, oh, let's 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 come up. The hashtag's got to be like well, Todd look, Todd for the Yorktown. Yeah, something like we've, that. Todd for, we've Todd had, for we've Yorktown. We've had excellent. We've had excellent. Uh, uh, success in the past with uh, trying to mobilize hashtags on social media. So, um, yes. you know, hashtag sexy space show, uh, that worked. And so, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm adding sure. that to every one of my uh, posts from now on. <laughs> hashtag sexy space show was my idea to get a, uh, it started off as I just wanted a spin off show about seven of nine um, because I fancied Jerry Ryan. And then we found out that they might be making that. So now, sex, hashtag sexy space show is now a sort of more general point about how I want them to make a sort of 
just a, a, a spin-off show that's just got all of the sexiest characters from <laughs> Star Trek in it. From what, uh, no matter what series they're from, I want them all to be in this one show. And, uh, and Q pops in and makes one of their clothes disappear and then pops away. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, that's, it, the pl- that's the plot of every episode, right? It'll be that. It's like okay. I mean, all right. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know if I don't know if you've ever seen the Ricky Gervais sitcom Extras, um, but it, it's, a little it's bit, very good. A little bit, yeah. But the, there is there's an episode with. Sir Patrick Stewart in it, where he's talking about a uh, a dream that he has, where in, in in every single dream he has, it's about a woman whose clothes fall off, uh, just sort of magically fall off. And I'm I think that that's what he, he in, there's a version of his hashtag sexy space show where that happens, where Picard walks into a room and then Q makes a woman's clothes all fall off, and that's the dream that Patrick Stewart is is having in extras. That's my, yes. Oh, that's my head. Kind of let's, the let's, r- let's, r- let's, these are yes. the voyages <laughs> the fi- of the Enterprise. <laughs> the, <X> final. <laughs> <laughs> the final, the final Brazil. Oh gosh. Yeah. There's some uh, like, okay. Cause you gotta, I mean, so there's there there tr- the safe word. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> carry on. They're, they're transporting a uh, Orion diplomat. So already it's kind of it's a little sexy because the Orions do their thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, we have to get the like the the shuttles are all damaged from battles and stuff like that. So they have to rely on the transporters. And there's a transporter malfunction, and it keeps yes. transporting everyone's clothes off. That's yeah, yes, just, yeah. Todd, Todd, you and I should write porn together. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn in my two week notice at the law firm and get yeah, into let, the let, to the lucrative career of Star yeah, Trek <laughs> porn let, parodies. Let, let's, <laughs> yeah, let's have let's have drinks and put a, a meeting in. Uh, <laughs> hang on, though, no, because I feel nope. I'm not besmirching your two obvious talents, but like <laughs> I feel like, as as, as Maddie will, will will is a connoisseur can tell us, it's a quite a stiff field. Like there's a lot of competition Bruce. in Star Trek. Right? Board, you, why right? have you chosen the word stiff? <laughs> <laughs> Very deliberately. Uh, <laughs> but you know oh. what I mean. Like Star Trek slash fiction has been has been around. Yeah, that's Flash true. fiction was allowed to exist. Like, oh, yeah. you know, I bet the transporter accident plot has happened before, so you can have must to put have a good done, spin yeah. on it. You're absolutely right. We're, I, we'll just have to give story credit. That's all we have to do, yeah. is just give a story yeah. credit. I, I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast before about how I watched a Sherlock Holmes porn parody. Yes, um, you have. Now, now, wait, which version of Sherlock Holmes? So it's cl- classic Sherlock Holmes. I'm a big fan of Sherlock okay. Holmes. I don't know if you can see my tattoo. I've got a Sherlock Holmes tattoo. I was wondering what but, that was. Yes, that's cool. Yeah, but I, uh, I, I watched a Sherlock Holmes porn, uh, and <laughs> just fa- I fast forwarded through all of the sex because I wanted to know who stole the diamond at the end. <laughs> <laughs> you, you nerd! <laughs> I know, yeah. uh, look, I, 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 oh, this, pesky se- this pesky sex keeps getting in the way. Damn it! <laughs> he's doing that. He's trying to. He's trying to cover the tip of his cock that's like poking out his his waistband. Do you think he's Picard's got a big erection. I reckon he must have. A, like, sl- like at least slightly larger yeah. than average dick. He's got big dick Google energy. This. Someone must have seen this at some point. 
How big what, Patrick is Patrick Stewart's, Stewart's dick? dick? Well, no, I don't want to know about Patrick Stewart's dick. I want to know about Picard's dick. Oh, okay. Well, Picard definitely has big dick energy. Yeah. Let's p- talk about Patrick Stewart's penis. <laughs> he was the centre of attention on f- a Friday night on the Graham Norton show. Oh, Graham Norton always talks about the best stuff. <laughs> I would love to get Graham Norton on this show. <laughs> F-O-T-S, no, apparently Norton. he's uh, apparently he's circumcised, but he only but he only found out after his wife told him. Yes, I've heard, <laughs> I have heard him tell that story. It's very funny. Oh, that's a shame. So actually, Patrick Stewart's dick is like maybe a few millimeters shorter than it than it would have been naturally. Yeah, but if he had to be circumcised, that that suggests that his penis is large enough that it was that the. <laughs> Because that's... you know how circumcision works, Jake? Yeah, but that's a genuine like, thing. Oh, this one's too long. No, Let's that's not the that's actual the thing. End. It's happened to a mate of yeah. mine. What? Like it's not. Yeah, like if, you, it's, if it's it... too, if the skin is too tight around the end of the penis, then people get circumcised yeah. for that reason because their penis is too big and it it can tear the foreskin otherwise. Yeah, oh, it, you mean I the mean, penis in comparison to the size of the foreskin? I thought you just meant that, yeah. like, oh, we think the dick's a little bit too long, so to make it easier for, for it to fit in your briefs, we're just going to lock about an inch and a half off the end. An inch and a half? <laughs> How big is your foreskin? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. What well. if Nathan just refused? <laughs> like, what if after almost a hundred episodes, one week, Nathan was just like, you know what? No, you do it. Fuck off. No. I'm yeah. gonna make you do it. Well, it'd be great episode if... episode one hundred. We should all swap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we should. Na- my Nathan should Jake just be Donaldson like. My and I'm a poncy git with a podcast. <laughs> 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 how is this character? How has this character assassination happened so early in the episode? Wow, having- she had that. She had that locked and loaded, man. Yeah, <laughs> how long have you been waiting to say that since like episode three? It just came to me in a vision about 0.5 <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> I love the idea that Nathan. Look, if we all do impressions of our, our co-hosts, um, oh. Todd will be here to bear witness to the destruction of our friendship <laughs> and red shirts. And, the, and that will be the story I tell. There, there's, there's legend of a story of a of a podcast called Red Shirts. They ate each other alive. <laughs> um, I mean, this podcast's already eaten its own tail about five times. So um, <laughs> we are indeed the Aurobarus of podcasts. We are, yes. Um, look, right, Nathan, describe the plot, please, and then we can move on. <laughs> We're learning a lot about Adam tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Adam? <laughs> Not Adam. Alex, you mean? Yeah, Don't Alex. mention Adam, Nathan. <laughs> what have I told you? Adam's what Matty calls Alex's penis. <laughs> <laughs> I got like two hours of sleep last night. It's only going to get worse oh. from here well, on. You have to promise to cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, the penis discussion. Yeah, I thought I would. (laughs) I once thought it'd be funny to call Alex's penis (laughs) Little Timmy. (laughs) Oh, did he appreciate that? My ex-girlfriend once drew a little face on mine as a joke. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Um, Uh, I feel like I should contribute a good penis story here, but I don't think I have. Oh, I'm sorry. I just, I, 
mine's a functional instrument. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're like, oh, I drew a little face on my penis, and then Nathan's like, sounds like neurotypical bullshit to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, like the thing is, Nathan yeah. wouldn't be able to tell whether it was a smiley face or a sad face. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh well this isn't staying um, <laughs> this is going in the, the outtakes at some point I imagine I mean it may be but I still think that, that, that I still don't feel comfortable putting the little Timmy story well, you don't have to put the little Timmy bit in just put the, the yeah but like this is one of the few bits of like things where I'll have to cut something out of the outtake <laughs> I'll have to copy the whole thing and then decide how I'm going to edit it together so that it makes sense. <laughs> shall we? Uh, shall, shall we wind up the episode because we? I, I need to eat something sure. before we uh, talk to Todd. But uh, right, hang on. I'll yeah. do a little. When, when are we talking to, to him? Ten? Yeah, ten-ish, I think. Um, but I'm sure it'll be all right if we have to push it a bit. But have you have you watched the episode, Maddie? I've got like ten minutes left. All right, cool. All all right, right, well, let's wrap up. And, yeah. and cool. All right then. Um, okay, I'll do a, an edit point. <laughs> the the sexiness of Usagi Ojimbo. Usagi Who's that? Ojimbo. The, I thought you were yeah, going to ask samurai, the samurai the samurai rabbit. <gasps> I don't think There's I know samurai the samurai rabbit. rabbit. Is this? Are you familiar with teen? You're familiar with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'd so Stan Sakai um, created this character who made some appearances with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Called Usagi Ojimbo. I'm gonna and Google this. He's a, he is a samurai rabbit. It's he, it's pretty awesome. He's um the oh he's actually Usagi, but he's a rabbit version. Yeah, like the the old blind um samurai guy uh-huh, that like poses uh-huh. as like a, a beggar. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, he's definitely hot. One hundred. Oh okay. All right. All right. Oh yeah yeah definitely. Nice. <laughs> like not maybe not facially as attractive as you know say Judy Hopps or even dare I say it Bugs Bunny, but um, <laughs> he's got the he's got the sexy vibes. He's got he's got the ninja skills. What more? Could so you knowing knowing that uh, you know primarily when people are looking for mates, they want you know the one of the most uh, common elements that they want in that mate is someone who can make them laugh. So do we not find Roger Rabbit sexy? Because <laughs> I mean he's got he's got huge feet, which. You know, draw whatever conclusions you want from that. Big socks. Yeah. <laughs> I find his I find his sort of over over massive eyes and then sort of very red nose very it's almost infantile. So I don't find him very sexy. Sorry, I've, Roger. Right, hang on, I've just Googled sexiest rabbit. Um <laughs> So You could have not done that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um Oh, I'm using my work phone as well. We've also got Ricochet Rabbit. Now, he was more of a, like, Judy Hopps is a straight-up police officer, but Ricochet Rabbit's like a cowboy sheriff rabbit. Mm. So, there's there's Lola Bunny as well, who is Bugs Bunny's girlfriend. Lola Bunny, yes. Who, controversially, was, uh, she was less sexualized for the... um, for the new Space Jam film, uh, and mm. people were like, "Where's my sexy bunny gone?" Um, <laughs> yeah, <weird>. she's <laughs> definitely very sexy, and like also um, 
Thumper's girlfriend, Honey Bunny, Bambi, yes, is so just squidgeable. Like she's so cute. <laughs> what about the rabbit from Donnie Darko? We... I mean, that's. I was sexy. thinking the rabbit from Donnie Darko. <laughs> yes. If you're into like, if you're like, oh yeah, you know what's really sexy? Christian Bale in American Psycho when he like locks Jared Leto's <laughs> head off of an axe. If that's your like, if that's what turns you on, then yes, the it rabbit in Donnie Darko is. is fuckable. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, it's for the fo- it's for the folks who love a bad boy. You go, you go, you go for the you go for the the mask. The straight up serial from... killer. We just yeah. we just skip we skip bad boy. We go straight for Ted Bundy. There's no <laughs> okay. Uh, art- are any any artists any artists out there? Please depict depict a uh, sexy Ted Bunny serial killer <laughs> cartoon. <laughs> Because I don't act. No, I no. We do not want to feed the ravening hordes of people who have like like a weird, creepy fetish for like objectifying and sexualizing serial killers. Gross. Okay. I wish I'd never however, said however, that. at this point, all of us have searched "sexy rabbits" on our car on our on our computer. No, I have. You have. <laughs> oh, Come on, hurry up, hurry up, Nathan. Come on. Who is the sexiest serial killer? No. <laughs> no, right. I'm putting my foot down here. We're moving on. I think Rose like, West I actually, was pretty fit. I like. I don't make me get on my soapbox because I have a rant about this specific topic, and it's just going to take us even more away from Star Trek. That's a bonus episode. I'd say Eileen Warnos. Um, anyway, so no, Star Trek. Um, <laughs> I told you guys the story about how I very narrowly avoided becoming student president. <laughs> I mean, that, that sounds like a humble brag. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I backed out saying, of the election. I very nearly won I, a I million won. pounds. No, no, I backed out of the election, so I never tested this. Because, But I backed out because I thought I'd win. Right? <laughs> so, <laughs> that's um, the most Nathan <laughs> Thomas sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> right. That's, like in, that's me... like in The Incredibles, when... Dash can't compete to in the sports because he'd win everything, and he's like, "Oh, like <laughs> I can't take part in this race because I know I'll win." Yeah, but the difference there is that we know that Dash has super speed and he could win, whereas Nathan's just there, like, "Yeah, actually, my enormous popularity at Dorothy Costume yeah. meant that I would no, definitely no, no. Nathan, have won this election." Got, Nathan's got super politics powers, though, so he actually probably would Ooh. win. We we know that, right? So, so this is well, this was the situation. Um, the Student Labour Party, who, you know, I, they're still the party I agree with the most, but they had basically found a way of cornering all student elections so that their right. candidates I, always I, won. I, Just as a side um, point, I would Surely like, not. Surely yeah. this doesn't happen at student elections. I would like to point out yeah. as well that Student Labour Party is very much, uh, a, <laughs> is very much a sort of... Uh, um, Do you want to try this joke yeah. again? <laughs> 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 what's, the, what's the word? Hang on. Um, it's a um, you know when there's two things that don't work together. A spooner is it? No. no, an oxymoron. 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 Again. Student labour is very much an oxymoron, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank, right, thank you so for picking me situation. with the <laughs> It's okay. Um, so they'd cornered the the ground by doing various things including so like they'd know when only one candidate was standing so they would use that candidate's election funds to fight the elections of other people by 
publishing like notices that said vote for this person as president and then more of it that said this person also supports these people right like there was stuff like that right like mud and, and stuff like that yeah and generally there was low turnout and a lot of people didn't seem to know they could vote for wrong so my friend who was embroiled with student politics in a different way was like oh there's no wrong campaign there should be someone who like advertises wrong and i was like no, well, they wouldn't let us do that. We need uh, to explain for anyone who is not sad enough to know about student politics oh, what yes. a Ron so, is. Ron, I, I don't Ron know what Ron is. Ron is reopen nominations. So right. in all student elections in Durham, you could vote for a candidate or you could vote for reopen nominations, which meant if that won, all the can we, we did the election again, but the current candidates weren't allowed what to stand. I, it was basically a none of the above option. What I'd for do, the right, if I was running for student election, is just change my name to Ron, and then no, you, you could combine both your own votes and the votes for reopen nominations and just. Yeah, it appears on the ballot as reopen nominations, though. Ron's only a nickname. Yeah, so but for the purposes of a joke, Nathan. <laughs> oh, right, okay. <laughs> Oh, sorry, I'm not used to you doing jokes. <laughs> <laughs> you, can tell, how, you anyway. can tell how little happens in this episode of Star Trek that we're talking about the yeah. ins and outs of student politics. Anyway, continue. Right. Sorry, anyway, story. Um, but we didn't think the student union would let us do that. So what we decided to do is get an alternative candidate that would be so bad <laughs> that people would turn out for the election. Right. And maybe, maybe then at least the Labour Party would have to fight an election rather than mm-hmm. not. Because again, we didn't even think the pres- the candidate-elect was particularly bad, but they were clearly disinterested in actually doing student mm-hmm. politics. It was a checkbox on their CV. Mm-hmm. Um, fine, but also you have a job. Yeah. So she was promising more democracy, and they'd promised more democracy for every year I'd been at uni, and this was my last year. Mm-hmm. So we came up with a campaign slogan. Everyone else promises you more. We promise less. Vote tyrant. Vote. Tyrant. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And, and my manifesto. My manifesto was amazing. It like it was. It was yeah. Less democracy. I won't consult you. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, uh, there is much debate over the uh, brutalist architecture of the DSU. Have a candidate who will be brutal. To you. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was like. Um, there's a lot of arguments for 24-hour uh, library opening time. We won't do that, but we will will say that uh, anyone that is in the library after closing time just gets locked in. Um, and like there was there was a lot of that kind of stuff. And we were we we had attended a few meetings for this, and then and then we were like, hang on, we've we've looked at some polling done by the student newspaper. It's like. I've got a dangerous chance of winning, especially if I actually campaign. So I dropped out before the the election period really got into any any <laughs> anything. So I never appeared on a ballot. There's no you know campaign, there's no evidence. Is there's a campaigning period, and I, I I dropped out before the campaigning period really started. So there's no <laughs> campaign materials and nothing like that. Um, but yeah, that was entirely because we feared winning. Um, <laughs> feared winning. Then the next year, the DSU did let. Uh, reopen nominations have an actual campaign and it won. Oh, really? Um, but then, yeah, but then they found some <coughs> election irregularities and <laughs> decided to disqualify Ron from every election, which then meant the candidates expected to win. And, ju- just, and, and it was really messy. Also, just to clarify, your yeah. girlfriend's Russian, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't worry about it. <laughs> 
I, but, I'm yeah. quite surprised that your manifesto wasn't just the uh, the 285 rules of acquisition from Ferenganar. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? But yeah, so that's the that's the me um, uh, getting scared, you know, getting cold feet at the at just before the campaigning period of. Uh, of student politics, uh, where I was going to run to be <laughs> tyrannical. Uh, we 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 discussed last week how I had the most Jacob Maddy thought in the world. I think I'm gonna right, okay. Today because if the Sonic, do you think the, the the sound wave vibrating Sonic shower is better or worse at getting a lady to <laughs> orgasm than well, a normal shower? In in, uh, in lower decks, we see uh, that you can change the modulation on the Sonic shower to like dip for different sort of vibration speeds and things like that. So presumably, you can set it to a particular speed that you find personally helps you uh, yeah exactly um so I, I, yeah i suppose you could use it as a sort of but i think they're communal sonic showers though aren't they like they so you'd have to you'd have hey. to be sort of like getting yourself off with the sonic shower next to your like commander or whatever well but it's sound waves they're invisible so no one would know you could just be apparently there. apparently like, the thing Ilya is in in um, uh, star trek the motion picture is a sonic is it? shower yeah, I was, I've just googled Sonic. Well, I've memory alpha Sonic shower, and the pictures are amazing. So there's the picture from Lower Decks. Yeah, when they're all sort of blurry. Ilya. Yeah. Yeah, there's Ilya in a Sonic shower, and then there's uh, Bellarda Torres taking a Sonic shower, which is the most weird and erotic. Thing <laughs> <laughs> like it's both very odd and very like because it looks almost like a plastic doll, <laughs> like. I'll, I'll I'll send you the, the, okay. the file. And why is you... that? What you've managed to get like sexy pictures of Balana in the shower? I've just got Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <form. laughs> I no. I kind of imagined the Sonic shower as always being a little bit oh. like the de- the decontamination chamber that they have in Enterprise, where they rub the gel gel on yeah. themselves. You know, with like weird LED walls and just sort of ripples of waves. Oh yeah, sexy Balana Torres in a Sonic shower. Yeah, yeah. I mean, given that we know that dolphins specifically like to swim in the wakes of boats, not because they are friendly and like humans, but because it makes them. <laughs> um, Do we, you say we know that as if like that's a thing everyone knows? <laughs> as if that that has been established by science. Why don't you know your dirty? Dolphin yeah. <laughs> dolphins are like notoriously sex fiends, and it is arousing for them to to kind of swim through the ripples and wakes of boats. Uh, they are also friendly and they like to squeak at humans. <laughs> like, like... Sorry, just I was reading the Sonic Shower article and this is just one of the funniest like most trekky sentences in the world. Um, in 2375 visiting Cardi Montoman could not use the Sonic Showers aboard the USS Voyager as they only washed with purified water. Necessitating the installation of an ablutionary fountain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so many ways we could make that wrong. But yeah, yeah. it is 100% Sorry, canon accepted that Sonic Showers can cool. make you come. Like, that's just goes without <laughs> saying. If we know that that's how... Cool. We know that that's how waves and vibrations work, so hell right. yes. Right, well... <laughs> 
Um, but I have been catching up this week on a little show called uh, Red Shirts. And <laughs> Jake, oh, God, I'm terrified Jake, now. <laughs> Jake, yeah. uh, when, not if, when you do finally see Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, uh, you need... <laughs> Yeah. Just go ahead, go ahead and make it a double feature and pair it with FDR American Badass. <laughs> it's a, you know, Abe Lincoln's a little bit darker, but I think you need to cap it off with a nice funny, and that's got to be that, FDR American Badass. Is that, is that Let a, me just, is that a if real you've film? never heard of it, of course, it it's a real film, film Jay. So <laughs> I won't get into all the details about it. I'll just describe the poster. <laughs> it's it's FDR in a wheelchair smoking a Arnold Schwarzenegger sized <laughs> cigar <laughs> with with a Tommy gun and two ch- massive chain guns mounted to the outside of the <gasps> wheelchair. Why does Professor <laughs> X not have, like, guns like that mounted on his wheelchair? Right? Yeah. So, yeah, so make it a double feature, Jake. I, now, uh, I have a, another another bit of business. I actually have two more bits of business. One with Nathan. Um, I would like to propose. Yeah. And this is no, going to be up for debate. Already engaged. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, I would like to offer my services as Red Shirt's um, foreign correspondent, if you will. Yeah. Oh, I like that <laughs> idea. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime there's something a little bit out there, a little too weird, but still in the realm of Star Trek, you know what? Let's give it to the American. Let's let him handle this. <laughs> Well, and I'll shoot you guys a two or three minute little audio thing. You can insert it right into the episode, and that will be uh, that'll be my contribution. absolutely. Oh, yeah. I love that idea. I, I also want, by the way, because you've you've suggested a wild American film we should watch. I've remembered a wild British film that I feel like it's almost certain you won't have watched and should. Uh, which pen, is, pen in hand, give it which to me. Which is the 2012 uh, British masterpiece that is Cockneys versus Zombies. Yes, <laughs> I'm going to say that. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Great <laughs> minds think alike. It's so good it's, and it's, so fucking it's so dumb. Good. It's got. A, I, it, I am. A, I'm just brimming with excitement. It's, this it's is going to so be so stupid. much fun. It's like it's trying to be. Um, it because it, it came out around sort of just after. Um, the Shaun of the Dead came out. I don't know if you're familiar with Shaun of the Dead, but it, of course, it's, yeah, oh yeah, e- excellent, funny film. And I think people yes. were trying to sort of capitalize on the comedy zombie genre. <laughs> and zombie, hey, if you will, um, <laughs> yes, yes, I don't mind it. Now, there was a lot. Of, there was a lot of films like that at that time because there was also that zom rom com, the one with um. Nicholas Holt, where he's like a zombie, and then he comes back to life the more that he falls in love with this girl. Um, yeah, and then warm blooded, warm blooded, something like that. that yeah, was a yeah, good yeah. Film. Oh, and uh, last bit of business here yeah. before we uh, get really into it, uh, Maddie. This, mm-hmm. these, these are for you. <clears throat> oh, water, tomato, <laughs> adult. <laughs> Advertisement. <laughs> Schedule. Mobile. Fuck off. <laughs> I have a huge list of them. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. The more I don't want to give all of them away. I'll just insert yes, them please. randomly. Oh. I should probably I should probably I should probably phrase that a little bit differently. I'll uh, say them <laughs> periodically. 
at random that makes times. me really happy i think a southern american accent is my favorite like type of american accent not do i do i have a southern you had american a little accent? bit of a twang with like the letter o mm, in, yeah you know oh. when you instead of saying like I, i'm not i don't even want to do it but like cindy Lou, <laughs> like that instead yeah. of, do you know oh, what i mean okay, you have okay. a bit of that yeah. Which I really like. <laughs> nice. It's good. Well. <laughs> Sorry, that was just me calling out Katie Mulgrew on her recent, like, fascist adjacent Twitter shit. Yeah, well, she she's also uh, pro-life, so, you know, come on, Katie, get your act together. Yeah, Janeway would be fucking disgusted at you. <laughs> yeah, although it does explain why she let those uh, salamanders live. Well, this has taken a turn. Um... <laughs> Happy Threshold Day for last week, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Threshold Day? Yeah, on the 26th of January. <laughs> I love that that's a thing people know, know about. <laughs> like, oh yeah, it's exactly 25 years since Janeway fucked a lizard. <laughs> really important because it's so crucial for like social progress that everyone remembers the 26th of January as Threshold Day and not fucking Australia Day, which is a crock of shit. <laughs> Australia Day is ridiculous. But I, what I love more than Australia Day is the 1st of August every year is Yorkshire Day. And yeah. What? Yeah. What? I lived the in of Marlborough, thank you. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I lived in Yorkshire for 10 years and everyone in Yorkshire thinks everyone in the rest of the country knows about Yorkshire Day. But well, like, you should. No, um, no one has a fucking clue. <laughs> Yorkshire Day is amazing. Like, day it is quite well. good, to be fair. Yorkshire Day. I, the, the, I lived in Leeds for five years, and they had like a big party for Yorkshire. Yeah, day. no, it it's great. one of the like only properly, like genuinely, for a while. I because I just thought, oh yeah, uh, Yorkshire's so great that the whole country has a day to celebrate the place where I live. Like genuinely, I thought it was a national <laughs> holiday growing up in Yorkshire for a bit. It's amazing. <laughs> It is great. I love Yorkshire Day. Oh, Nathan, that's so sweet. I can just imagine you as like a little Yorkshire laddie <laughs> carrying a Yorkshire pudding and wearing a wearing a, a oh, I have uh, yeah pudding on your head, but, 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 being like, I love Yorkshire Day. I, I do love I like, and I have opinions about Yorkshire puddings. Don't get don't get me wrong. We we, we have some we have some stuff, what? and people fuck around with Yorkshire puddings, and they shouldn't. Pudding beef. Although if you put beef in it, it's toned in the hole. If you put if you put beef in it, it's toned in the hole. What you should no, do that's is... bollocks. If you put pork in it, it's toned in the hole. Oh yeah, true. But like, basically, you shouldn't put you shouldn't put meat in it unless you're having it as a toned in the hole style dish. You should have it before the uh, before the main course. Absorb oh, a load of gravy, gravy, and then that's a load of and, then, and then you should make you should make enough that then when the main course comes, you can also have it with. Uh, yeah, okay, fair wrinkles. enough. I'll, I'll go with it. True, fair. If, if you're having it as a starter and then also with your dinner, then yeah. that's, gr- that's fine. Mm. Yeah. That's like having like garlic bread to start at an Italian restaurant and then also getting garlic bread with your yeah, dinner yeah. as well. And that's exactly what you should do. Yeah, that's I'm happy good. with that. Yeah. Is there a is there like a Northumberland day? There probably is. Should I Google it? I just found that there's a Derbyshire day and I'm really excited. <laughs> no, that no. No, or Maddie, by that... the bit listeners of BBC Radio Derby. <laughs> no, what that is, that's 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 a football derby day. That's uh, uh, <laughs> that's Newcastle v oh. Sunderland. That's derby day. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I'm going to find out if there's a Northumberland day. I, I wonder if there's a a Tyne and Weir day. 
Do you think they have a Nevada yeah. where they celebrate the Romulans and the Vulcans coming together? And they yeah, do, like, and it's the yeah. least fun party ever. No, 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 it's an amazing party because it is one half of the planet going, this is now, this is a now a day of somber reflection. It is only logical to mark the past, but not be bound by it. Fuck. And then, guys, sorry, you'll never guess what. What? <laughs> Today is Northumberland Day. <laughs> oh, I might be wrong. Sorry, I might be wrong. Oh no! What's happened is I've googled Northumberland Day and it's come up saying Thursday, third of February, that because that is the date in Northumberland today. <laughs> Sorry, it does look like that. Though. If well, you look at, I've got Northumberland I, Day and then today's I, date came up. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. I thought. No, I'm glad. I'm glad you haven't made this entire section of the podcast completely redundant, Jake. Thanks. For that. <laughs> no, what, what I was going to say about Nevada, it would be amazing because you've got the Vulcan somberly reflecting. But let's not forget, the Romulans are the culture of Romulan ale. They will be absolutely fucking hammered. Like, you've That's got true. you've got a Romulan just, like, elbowing his Vulcan mate, be like, ah, oh, get a load of this. So it's like, it is not logical to get completely smashed on this day. Um, <laughs> do you think... Do you know what this is going like, to be exactly Romulans like? Vulcans are like the English and Scottish. Like, the Ro- Romulans are the Scottish and Vul- Vulcans are the English. And, like... That nah, because they're just both problem drinkers, the, the English and the Scottish. Like, yeah, that's you know. true. See what Nevada is like. It's going to be like Nathan's wedding. <laughs> when Anna and her Russian family are getting absolutely like bladdered on the floor, downing like seven shots of vodka before no, no, the no, ceremony. No. And Nathan's like, I am teetotal, and it is illogical you, to you drink miss, on my wedding you day. You have misread my wedding. <laughs> While I will not be drunk, I guarantee you the drunker half of the wedding will be the British half, because... Let yeah, me because... make this perfectly clear. You've misunderstood Russian drinking culture. Because in Russia, you don't get sex education. You do get drinking education. <laughs> um, Anna was told in school how to line one's stomach and prepare to drink properly from a very early age. And it I, is considered in Russia to be a mark of shame and failure if you get a hangover. Because that meant you drank too much <gasps> incorrectly. If you can drink... If you can drink like 16 shots of straight vodka in a row and not get a hangover then you have drunk appropriately <laughs> that's that's quite Klingon isn't it yeah, like, yeah. that's quite a Klingon oh, way of thinking uh, about r- things like, Russia I are basically the Klingons yeah like that is more true than I think um, even they intended it when they were making the Klingons the, <laughs> the, like you know um, I, I went to school in uh, Gateshead so uh, for me Sex education and drink education were very much combined. (laughs) (laughs) That's quite a statement. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Have I told the story on the podcast before about the sex education video I had to watch when I was a a kid? Yes, you have. Yeah. Oh, okay, fine. No worries. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell me doing this a while, listeners. Now me and Maddie are just like, yeah, we've done that one. 